When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Off the Hook. Airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. With Amanda LaFrada and Ethan Stone, I'm Dave Hooker. We're off and running on this Thursday or whenever you are listening and or watching. I want to thank our recent subscribers to YouTube. Had a little boost there over the last couple 24 hours. So we appreciate you. Set your notifications, whether it's YouTube or Twitter on. We got all kinds of great content coming today from Josh Ward, John Adams of the Knoxville News Sentinel, and then Josh, of course, of the Sports Animal. And great content on offthehooksports.com. So we're looking forward to that. We have a big show today with Mike Farrell, who's known as the godfather of recruiting. So we'll have all kinds of good recruiting questions for him. And then Tennessee with an unprecedented feat that we will address. Again, set your notifications on, subscribe to YouTube, and you're in like Flynn. Amanda, how are you this morning? You look a little tired, but you're Powering through. Like you don't look tired. You told me you were tired. You look you look gorgeous. Sorry. I don't know what the what, and nobody can see that if they're listening to audio. What is the two for it's the friends forearms? It's the friends version of flipping people off. We oh. talked about this. Oh, that's right. Maybe p- perhaps Ethan, that's what <clears throat> Tennessee should have done rounding second instead of the one finger salute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess it would get the job done the same way, but you know, it, it would, would kind of be a little yeah, it's harder like, for him to do, I feel like. But. For those just listening to audio, it's like two forearms put together. I'm not, I, I didn't, the I didn't fist. watch Friends. Yeah, yeah, the fist. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Friends is awful. Friends is just awful. You know what I'm Friends was? You know what Friends was? Friends was time to go to the liquor store after Seinfeld was over and let my wife and my best friend's girlfriend watch Friends. That's what Friends meant. Dun, da, 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 meant mm. hit, let's go to the liquor store. Jim Beam time. That's that sounds I, yeah. healthy. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Yeah, it's Thursday Wonderful. night. It's not like you had to drive a church bus in the, full of kids in the morning. But anyway, <laughs> so. I don't even know what that means. I, just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, when you're a bus driver and a kid comes up to you and says, "You smell just like my daddy, cigarettes and alcohol," then you probably didn't get enough sleep the night before. But nevertheless, that was a long time ago, many moons, many many moons. But Tennessee, congratulations to them! They win the All Sports Award. Now, for the nerds among us, you could have done that in your head, uh, calculated it, but 
Ethan, it is a significant accomplishment. Uh, but first, good morning. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm good. I'm great. Good. Well, not much they, to report, really. It's just a random, uh, random Thursday in June, so <laughs> there's not much to report. Well, I do think the All Sport Trophy is really significant. It's the first time they've ever won it. Now it's given away by USA Today, so it's not like it's been given away since like 1920. So, but it's the first time they've won it in the SEC. Pretty impressive feat for a program that seems has seemed curse, cursed in a number of ways for the past 15 years. Yeah, and I mean, football, definitely. And in other ways, if, if you really take a while to think about it, Tennessee is good at everything, even football. You know, football, they're not terrible. They're not, they haven't been the worst team in the country in the past couple of years. Now, they haven't been up to Tennessee standards of, of what – people want them to be from you know 80s 90s fill in the blank whenever you want to Tennessee football but they've been serviceable uh, the basketball team just won an SEC title the baseball team was the number one team in the country for most of the season we can go into the little small sports too rugby won the national championship this year everything everything is doing well right now on Rocky Top and it's a deserving award in my opinion Go ahead and click on that like button or subscribe now and comment, and we will get to your questions on the very next show. So, Amanda, ultimately, though, you can win the all-sports trophy, and that's nice, but football is king. I mean, that's if you're doing the spreadsheet, that's probably 70% of it, 10% men's basketball, 20% everything else. I mean, I, I feel like this is a consolation prize. I'm not going to lie. No, I, I I can I can roll with that. I mean, I think it's a sign of a yeah. good organization, but ultimately, you'd rather be in Atlanta and get beat forty to zero in the SEC championship game than win this thing, right? Um, I don't know if you'd rather get beat forty to zero. I don't think you'd ever rather get beat forty to zero. But I feel like this is a consolation prize. It's like you didn't make it super far in the NCAA tournament in basketball. You didn't make it in football to the SEC championship or much less the playoffs. Um, your baseball team didn't make it uh, to Omaha. Here's your consolation prize. I just feel like that's it does. The timing. Yeah, the timing definitely feels yeah. like that. I think because of the baseball team. But let me ask you this, Amanda. So we're going to weigh heavily in our off the hook sports rankings we're going to weigh football more heavily. How heavily in your mind, that's up to you, okay? So there's no wrong answer here for both you guys. But can we all agree that Alabama and Georgia had a better year? I don't care what they did in any other sport. They both won a championship, okay? So they're better as an athletic department than Tennessee. Would anybody argue that? No. Ethan Ethan looks like he may want to argue that. I mean, if you're talking football – only football, well, yeah. If you're saying that football is weighed more, athletic department as a whole, there's a lot more sports than football. Uh, Georgia was pretty terrible at everything else. Revenue. That's true. Let's go with revenue. Yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're talking revenue, absolutely, revenue. I would, I would agree with that. Absolutely, I would agree with that. If, if that's, if that's what you're talking, if you're talking the entire athletic department, how they all did at once. I mean, Alabama, maybe uh, Georgia, absolutely not though. You wouldn't take Georgia, um, even with. A national title you wouldn't take their preview well, i mean year. revenue yes yeah Re- okay. revenue both both alabama and georgia definitely had a better year i would agree with that and i'll be the first to tell you okay i don't know how georgia's non-revenue sports are doing okay I, d- I don't i know tennessee is very good in tennis tennessee is very good in golf they've really they've they've raised the level of play in non-revenue sports so i i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say alabama georgia and ethan seems like he's a little split there but nevertheless it it gives us a kind of a starting point to jump off what other program would you say had a better athletic year and is in better shape and i want to include texas and oklahoma in this because they'll be in the sec what programs do you say hands down they are in better shape ethan let me start with you i have trouble finding a lock well, I mean, this question just seems like which team had a better football program to me. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. If Georgia had uh, – if I would weigh 
basketball and baseball and women's basketball more heavily if you didn't have a national title. So if you have a national title in football or you have an SEC title, yes, I'm, me personally, I'm going to rank you ahead. You, you may differ there. But after that, I'm, I'm open. I mean, I think that we could sit here and make an argument that Tennessee's the number three athletic department in the country. You might make number two since mm-hmm. you like more Georgia. Amanda, is there anybody else that you would definitely have above Tennessee? Texas A&M and Texas have a ton of money. Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. How were they in I hoops just, last year, Ethan? Not good. They were Seven okay. Not great. 12. Yeah, not no, great. They weren't but. great. In the and I'm not saying in basketball they were they were great, but look at their softball, look at their baseball, look at their football. Fair. And I mean, basketball was not bad by any means. Like they're not the worst team in in the Big Twelve. They they were just a a team kind of. But if you look yeah. at how how dominant they were, you know, in in I could get on top of Oklahoma. I think yeah, I think she might be right. And, yeah, as I mean, I would just go with that. I would go with Oklahoma. I would also. Look at Ohio State. Just, I would look. Ohio I would State. look oh, that way. Just SEC teams. Oh, just SEC incoming. teams. Okay, yeah. then Oklahoma. I yeah. go with Oklahoma. Okay, what about Texas? I, I'm just going to be frank with you. I've talked to a lot of people in coaching circles here recently. I'm not sold on Steve Sarkeesian, and it has nothing to do with the drinking problem he had in Southern California. I'm just not completely sold. Now he's recruiting like there's no tomorrow, but. How do you – I mean, you still lost seven games at Texas. I mean, that's kind of – Wasn't he the offensive coordinator at, if I'm not mistaken, at the Falcons? Uh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. He was for, the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Oh, well, yeah. obviously that. But the Falcons, I know. And he didn't do so hot. He had Matty Ice. And, well, that's another story for another day. But – as, yeah. as to and he and I were just born three days apart. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, <laughs> figured out. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's hard for me to get on board and say that Texas had a great year or is in great shape in football. Well, they certainly didn't have a great year when you lose seven no. games. I mean, it's difficult to lose seven games at Texas. You've almost got to yeah. try. That's why I, I mean, don't understand the move to the SEC when you're Texas. It's just going to get harder. So, yes, exactly. Like in the Big 12, if you are Texas or Oklahoma, you're almost guaranteed to, if you do well, maybe you lose one game, you're almost guaranteed to make it to the playoffs. You come to the SEC as a, you know, as Texas losing seven games last season. You come to the SEC, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Why? Yeah, these are, Ethan, these are the type of teams that are going to replace losses when Texas finally makes it, makes it to the SEC. So uh, Baylor was ranked at the time. They go to Baylor and lose. They go to Oklahoma State and lose, but Oklahoma State was ranked. So there's there's no you know, I'm sorry that that game was at Texas, but there's there's nothing wrong with losing those two games. I understand that they lost at Arkansas. Arkansas is a good, solid football team that's tough to prepare for because they like to run the football. But then uh, you got at Iowa State, home to Kansas, at West Virginia. You lose those, so those are going to be replaced by the old misses of the world, the Mississippi States of the world, the LSU's no, of the world. The Auburns of the world, Sands, Brian Harson. They're sneaky. Well, they'll Auburn. be sneaky. They'll be sneaky when they get rid of Brian Harson. But they're sneaky. I mean, I mean, guys, I, I don't feel good about Texas going much better than six wins next year, and we'll see what Arch and these new guys are able to do. But losing seven games at Texas is difficult, Ethan. Yeah, next year's going to be tough again. I I agree with that. I think in a couple years, especially with Arch, I feel like recruiting is not done for Texas. It's kind of the same thing that people thought when Nico came to Tennessee. Uh, Texas is going to keep getting brand image, I feel like, just from Arch alone. 
And I think that's ultimately what they care about more than anything else right now is brand image. Uh, in the Big 12, you can't be as shiny and polished as you can in the SEC. You have you have the path every single year in the SEC. In the Big 12, you usually have a path. But the SEC, they're the big boys. And so if you're going up against Alabama, if you're going up against Ole Miss this last season, if you're going up against LSU from 2019 – Every year there's going to be a team like that. And if you can beat them, you're going to be a top five team in the nation. And I think Texas sees, hey, the only way to get truly back is to build our brand image up right now. Because right now it looks that we look like a laughingstock. It's going to look even worse in the SEC if you look like a laughingstock in the Big 12. I mean, well, I, I mean, don't understand it. Why wouldn't you just want to wait till the playoffs? Play all of these, you know, the, your Baylors of the world and your Texas Techs of the world. Wait till you get to the playoffs to face the Alabama or the LSUs or whoever, Georgias. Wait till you get there to get beat like a drum instead of doing it during the regular season. Like, What about Oklahoma, though? That's I mean, well, they moved because of Oklahoma, in my opinion. They moved because they're a they're a package deal, and Oklahoma can absolutely compete right now. Probably not at the very top of the SEC, but they can compete. In Texas, they think they can compete. They've thought they're back for the past five years. Yeah, but I think they're not. But it's they, one team in the Big Twelve versus four or five in the SEC. I I think they ultimately made the move because of money. Both, both yeah, teams. It, yeah, yeah. But I, I would say this to I would say this to Amanda's point. That is exactly what Bobby Bowden said back in 1992 when the SEC picked up South Carolina, Arkansas. They tried to get Florida State, and Bobby Bowden, in a time that you keep everything to yourself, he was just so open. <laughs> it was hey, not going to. I don't know why I'm doing a Steve Spurrier impression, but he's like, uh, no, I'm not going to the SEC. Um, there's no point. And really, there is no exactly. point. You get in the playoffs, now you may get your brains beat in anyway, but Texas could have been like Florida State. Now, the question is, that ultimately, though, if you don't link up with the SEC pretty quickly, like today, are you going to get left out of the Super Conference? It's hard with for Texas. me to... That's no. the point it's that hard. I was trying to make that I did not make very yeah. well, is is you want to be a part of the big boys or, or the train's going to leave the station. I mean, the Big 12 is already a shadow of its former self, in my opinion. But it's hard. For, well, Amanda, I think, was alluding to it's hard to imagine leaving Texas out of a super conference. Agreed. It's like Notre but, Dame. But yeah, but what if Notre Dame's on the outside looking in? They're not going to be. Yeah. They're not but ever they, going to be. But they haven't agreed to affiliate with any conference. So if they have this super division, they're going to have to have their, they want to schedule the USC's of the world and all those different schools and have fun and all that. And I get that. And it's cool. They've got a great thing going. Good for you. Uh, you know, you're the hottest girl in class and the smartest girl in class. Great. But that's not going to last. I mean, I, I, I just don't it's see done that so lasting. far. It's, it's Are you talking gone for Notre Dame? So far, yeah, it's Notre Dame. Yeah, I well, think it will just because of the Catholic thing. I mean, Catholics are forever going to be in the U.S. <laughs> the really good Catholic players are going to want to go to want to go to the Catholic school. I guess what I'm saying won't last is they they're either going to have to give and join the Super Conference, or they're going to stick by their guns and hope they can get in some sort of playoff as an at large. I don't know, but something's got to give there. I mean, if they're going to be a part of the Super Conference, which is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened by the time Texas and Oklahoma in 2025 entered the SEC. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Check out our friends at uh, Big Orange Phillies over the weekend. It's a great place to watch sports and a great place for your family. If you're listening during lunchtime, they've got the quick bites. They know it's tough to get out of the office for a long lunch, so they're good at getting you quality food fast. You can grab something from the fridge or order hot food. From the counter, casual shouldn't mean stale food options. They have it all at Big Orange Phillies right there in the middle of Halls, convenient to Maynardville and North Knoxville. So check them out. They've just got it all. They've got billiards. They've got darts. They've got ping pong coming up shortly. So they bring you some of the top news of the day. And a guy that I just wanted to run by you because for those that don't really know Ethan yet, uh, Ethan is a college basketball savant, so he, he knows his hoops. Aaron Bradshaw, uh, one of Kentucky's top 2023 targets, said he's leaning toward playing college basketball. In May, he included the G League 
as one of his final options. Well, <laughs> what have we seen change? We've seen guys get better than G League money in college. So I'm sure that's a factor. I'd rather go to Kentucky and make a million for a year than go to the G League and make 45000 and be treated like a schlub. Uh, but do you know much about him? He's a seven-footer. Um, nobody plays with their back to the basket anymore. Might he be that rare one, uh, Ethan? Or what do you know about uh, Aaron Bradshaw? Do we still have Ethan? Ethan? Oh, oh we lost it. Ethan's Ethan's gotten my, muted. Uh, my, no, there we go. Well, we're, we're all good. My connection got really bad for a second. I don't know what just happened. Okay. Uh, so the one present. thing I took, <laughs> the the one thing I took from what you were saying is the G League had its shine for maybe a year and a half, and then, then it died <laughs> because you know there was all this all this talk that no one's ever going to go stay in college because the G League is just a better alternative here, and that lasted for about a year and a half, and NIL became a thing. And like you said, you can make, uh, I mean. Think of a number as many times as money uh, just staying in college, going to a big program like Kentucky than you would uh, going to the G League. And uh, for this guy, Bradshaw, I believe he's the number two center in the nation. 2023, number two or number four. Either way, he's good. Seven to um, seven foot guy has offers from just about any school you can imagine, but is picking between Kentucky, I think Penn State, Maryland, Michigan. All those big schools like that. And um, obviously Kentucky, I believe, is his lean. He said the other day that he was leaning towards college for the reasons that Dave said. That it, Why wouldn't you lean towards college? Um, from New Jersey, I think he's going to be a really, really solid player. And I think he's going to follow through on that promise. Likely going to be a guy that terrorizes Tennessee at Kentucky for years to come. I would. That's what I would bet. Well, you would think, well, okay, you've just warped my brain. So if... If a guy like Nico is worth $8 million to be a three-year starter, what's a kid like this that's a top-five basketball prospect that we know can have a bigger impact on that team, and you've got big-time money at places like Kentucky and Duke that are dedicated to basketball, $8 million is like the starting point if you're a top-five player. North Carolina. I, I can, well, North Carolina, yeah, Kansas, whatever. Yeah, you know, I got to call that out. Sure. I mean, there are those blue bloods that could pony up that money. And then I could make a strong argument it's worth it because they're more likely we've seen to have success in highly rated football guys. And also you can have a bigger impact on your team because there's few, fewer players. Uh, 20 million, Ethan? Is that crazy? In, in college basketball, I would say yes. I would not bet they'd be paying 20 i also and it might play to this guy specifically i saw a quote the other day that said a big reason why and this could be a total lie so i don't know just hold me accountable if you want to but he said a major reason he wants to stay is because he wants his degree and you don't hear yeah, that from I a lot of that. college players you don't hear that from a lot of college players if that's true which i'm still about 50 50 on that even being true just because i feel like a lot of them say that um, Josiah Jordan James is the only five star I can remember that is going to stay all four years. Um, but you know, that's, that's good for him for if, if he's truly thinking about that, that's good for him. As far as uh, some other news quickly, and then we're going to get to Mike Farrell, Tim Elko, uh, will have a statue according to the Ole Miss uh, athletic director. Um, we'll see. He says, we're going to make it happen. Ask about, uh, the statue. And, uh, again, that seems like a lot. Of course, they had a good season. You know, that, that's great. Um, Elko, uh, he, he had an April ACL tear and was the Oxford Regional MVP. And the 2022 postseason first baseman uh, was uh, the Coral Gables Regional MVP at 24 home runs. He's great. Ole Miss had a fantastic season i get that they won a championship but i don't know it's elko time elko statue time even i really don't hate it as you were saying it i don't hate it <laughs> Ole miss i mean if they were the best team in the nation this year and they go in and they just trounce everybody in omaha and, and they win the whole thing absolutely not you got to remember Ole miss was the worst team 
by you know the committee standards, the worst team in the field, 64 to 64. And Elka was the dude that you know they started to catch fire as it as it you know got along. Elka was the guy that was solid the entire time, maybe along with Dylan Delucia, uh, one of their pitchers. And I mean, Elka was the fire for the entire thing. And statue is still a little weird to me, but I don't hate it. I really don't. How do you it's, pick it's, out it, one it, player? How do you do that? Because he's the guy. That, I mean, he's the guy that carried him the regular season. He's the guy that played very well in the in the postseason to get him to that point. I mean, the the games by many ways, he was the one that was that was putting him over the top. I mean, he's the he's the senior guy, he's the team captain. He's he's the dude leading them, and he's been their superstar all season. Now, I mean, statues a little extreme. I get it, but I really don't hate it because you only save the statues. I feel like for the seasons that are just incredible. And this, oh, no, no, means, what a story! Yeah, I'm. I I, I love statues uh, <laughs> because I don't like retiring numbers. Well, I don't like retiring numbers. So. I mean, they have That's to be selective. You can't just give everybody a statue, and that I will grant you that. But, but why I would, not? I think I'll be honest. Because it becomes not I, special. I think Philip Fulmer and Al Wilson should have a statue around Neyland Stadium. I've said you that really before. think Philip Fulmer? That would be a big old statue. <laughs> well, See, but... like, I mean, Pat Summit deserves a freaking statue. Uh, anyone yeah, else? That's fair. Uh, She's got maybe, one. maybe Peyton Manning. I, I, he wasn't like you know the best quarterback in in football history in college. He was just a very good quarterback, and he became one of the best, you know, quarterbacks in football history. Even Peyton Manning, I'd, I'd think, I mean, Neyland obviously gets one. I could see Manning getting one, but uh, Tennessee Athletics, that's about it. I'm, I think if you win a national championship, you should get a statue. And you talk so about everyone a, should get a statue on that yeah, team. Yeah, I... No, not everyone, but I definitely think Philip Fulmer should have one. I what see what Amanda about? is saying, though. I, I mean, like, does Joe Flacco deserve a statue? Is Joe Flacco elite? <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> come on, Joe Flacco. If it's, a, if it's Alabama, then how many statues are you going to have? Just well, they've got the Saban. They've okay. got the Saban statue where he's six foot, which is about an eight inch wide. If you ever go to Bryant Denny, they do have like no, a I've line been... of statues heading <laughs> into the stadium. No, I've, yeah. I've been there many a time. Yeah. Going to school there, coaches have statues. Yeah, and. They- players that's a whole different ball game because if you're going to do that if you're going to have an individual player statue then how many you're setting a precedent here so if you have that statue for this season say you have somebody that comes out next season and just kills it i mean just stats to the you know everywhere you're going to make a statue for them and then the next season, there's somebody else statues everywhere. Like, where? What are you gonna? You're gonna have no greenery on your, on your. Now we're talking like, landscaping. I, I, now we're, I, we got to get this thing under control. Tell us about uh, Zul Beer before we get to Mike Farrell. Zul Beer <laughs> Company downtown is awesome. Well, there are no statues there. I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> Though there is a gold medal on the wall plaque. From the World Beer Cup, where we won for Rhymes Like Dimes, Hazy IPA. We're sold out of that now. But they just came out with this fluffy strawberry pillow IPA. I do not like IPAs. I like this IPA. Saying something. I've tried to get her to drink more than one in my lifetime. So... Uh, back in two minutes, we'll talk with Mike Farrell talking some crouton right after this. Stay tuned. It's Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassies, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, I would uh, highly suggest uh, if you're in the Chattanooga area, check out uh, Pedigo. Pedigo is uh, unbelievable when it comes to getting around town with an electric bicycle that uh, can up and zoom as well. It's pretty cool. Uh, again, uh, Pedigo, I know they have a location in Knoxville as well. So check them out. You can rent them, tour around, have a good time. I highly recommend considering purchasing one. So we certainly appreciate them. So Mike Farrell will join us uh, here momentarily. And I'll, I'll be curious to ask him the same question. So in the end, our poll question um, is, what athletic department had a better year than Tennessee who won the All Sports Trophy? Do you like that, Ethan? Ethan's our poll master. Which sounds weird. Only question I would have is how would we post that? Like, would we say Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, other? Because you only get four. Thank God I'm well, not I'm, the poll master. That yeah. Very yeah. Who would you take over? <laughs> who would you take over Tennessee? What 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 year would you? So we've got Alabama, Georgia. Those are two. Mm-hmm. And then what do we want to add in there for the other? Oklahoma. Two? Who was the one we went back and forth on? Uh, went back and forth on um, Texas. Texas, kind of. Well, I would go. I would go A&M. Ohio State. Or are you talking well, SEC only? Just yeah, SEC. Pen- Texas. Pending then. SEC schools. Oh, you could do Florida. Um, do you remember when Florida had? Um, are we doing in history, or are we just doing this season? Uh, just this season, I would guess. Yeah. Okay. What What past year would you trade? So Alabama, Georgia. And who else? I'd I'd say why don't we why don't we make third other comment below? Oh, I so think Oklahoma three? should be third. Yeah, I think we should do Oklahoma and then other. And then All four right. can be other because yeah. Oklahoma history, I do think makes I think Oklahoma makes a decent point. Thank you. If you're talking Love about it. in history though, you would have to go back to the Florida when they won uh basketball and football. Do you remember that? I can't remember when it like two thousand eight maybe. Love it. So our poll question again is with Tim Tebow. Uh, what, yes. What past Sorry. academic year from an athletic standpoint would you take over Tennessee, who just won the all SEC trophy, all sports trophy? Poll question brought to you today by Craft Treats. Craft Treats has the Jill Pills full spectrum CBD treat, contains minor cannabinoids that increase the benefits of CBD. Great for situational anxiety, storm anxiety, car ride anxiety. We had visiting pet dog anxiety yesterday, so we had two pets going at it. So I took care of them with Craft Treats. They can take care of you, crafttreats.com. Mike Farrell joins us now. The the godfather of recruiting is what he's long been known as, and 
Uh, he's doing his own thing now, which I would highly recommend you check out. Uh, it's a pretty exciting time to be Mike. And all you have to do is go to MikeBarrelSports.com, MikeBarrelSports.com. He covers recruiting like no one else, and he has for a number of years. Mike, how are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. So uh, you, you've got this. You got the site. You're up and running. Tell us more about it. What you're going to provide to uh, consumers on a daily basis? Well, right now the plan is uh, recruiting coverage to the portal, to college football, to the NFL draft. So we're going to be doing all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, it's still a, a work in progress. Um, you know, there's so much to cover in all four of those areas. So. Still building out staff, but uh, traffic's improving on it, and social media has been great. So it's exciting to be independent finally. Yeah, it's it's it is in more than one way. So you had in, instant impact freshman for twenty twenty two. That's something I want to talk about. I want to get your thoughts on Tennessee recruiting as well. I remind everybody to like and subscribe on YouTube. But let's start with the instant impact freshman for. 2022 i think it was done by timothy bailey but some guys on there that uh, aren't in the sec quite yet but uh one that will be soon if you can just kind of talk about that list and how you see those guys shaking out well you know it's funny because i do have you know my own list and then i've got my writers list and we always argue a little bit about it um you know so he's a big 12 guy so as you can see, there, there's obviously some big 12 guys on that list there. Um, for me, you know, the SEC, when, when I look at the impact freshman, you know, because he's got Javante Barnes from Oklahoma, uh, you know, and, and he's going to be a tremendous running back and, and he will impact the SEC in a couple of years. Um, but when I was doing it by position, you know, I was trying to find who could be a freshman quarterback in the SEC that could impact. That was very difficult to find. Um, then I was trying to find, you know, running backs and the, the running back rooms are so loaded. Um, it was difficult to find those guys too. So I think it's going to be the defensive side of the ball where you're going to see guys impact at schools like Tennessee at schools like, uh, Alabama. Um, even though Alabama is loaded on defense, there's going to be a couple of true freshmen there. I think that have a, a an ability to impact and Tennessee, you know, with that recruiting class, they got last year and obviously hitting the transfer portal. You know, they need help on defense. They could put up 50 points a game, but they need some of these guys, some of these highly rated guys, perhaps a James Pierce, you know, from North Carolina off the edge, Tyree West in the middle, big six foot five, 290 pound defensive tackle. Need some of these guys to step up and, and mature very quickly and impact that defense. Who? Who do you have as like a dark horse, not just on, I guess on Tennessee, because this is a kind of Tennessee-centered uh, show, on Tennessee and just the SEC in general, who's who's your dark horse guy to come up and lead a team? Yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be guys you've never heard of um, that I think are going to impact. Uh, Christian Harrison from College Park, Georgia, he's a big D-back. He's a mid-range three-star. Nobody pays attention to those guys anymore. But they need defensive back help. They need help on the back end there. Um, they got three guys with size, but he's the biggest one. Uh, the big question will be, can he come in and be, you know, agile enough? Um, can he pick up the speed of the game to make an impact? But he's got a tremendous wingspan. He's very, very long. Um, and that's the type of kid that I think, you know, Tennessee fans have heard of because he's in their class. Nobody else has heard of. And he could be sort of a surprise guy. I want to ask you about a couple of guys and <clears throat> who you would prefer from a purely recruiting perspective. We'll save the evaluation part of it. Arch Manning, you have a big name, and we have seen this week people fall in line and commit with him to Texas. Nico Iamuleva, and I've been practicing that, Mike. Um, Nico has been actively recruiting, and maybe Arch has too. But just from the impact of one name perspective and the other one that lives on social media and tries to recruit as a program, which would you which would you rather have to hang your recruiting hat on? It's it's Arch. I mean, because of the last name, you know, he doesn't have to post anything on social media. He doesn't, <laughs> have, he doesn't have to reach out to anybody. It's just the last name itself. I mean, you look at the commitments that Texas has received since then, you know, four offensive linemen have committed. He committed a, a week ago tomorrow. Um and it's already been close to double-digit commitments. Now, a lot of these guys were lined up, of course, and this is a plan, like all recruiting is a plan. 
But to get a Jonte Cook at wide receiver as a dynamic slot guy, to get a big receiver like Jonah Wilson, um, even a de- defensive back like Derek Williams, who's a, a five-star kid on many sites, is like that's that's different level for Texas uh, than what we saw before Arch. So, you know, Nico's great. He's he's got a high ceiling. Um, I think he's further from his ceiling than Arch. I think Arch is kind of you know, played a low level of competition. He'll, he'll have a better season this year, but we might have seen what we're going to see from Arch. Uh, but I would rather have the name Manning in my class. Uh, going off of that, <clears throat> I know the name Manning definitely helps recruiting, um, but how much do you think the NIL has affected it over like the, the names or the coaches or, what have you, how much do you think NIL has affected recruiting? Do you think it's more than, than the names and the coaches, or do you think that that played the, you know, fairly even role? It's a, it's a part of it now. I mean, obviously the questions that kids have when they get on campus is, you know, what, what money can you make me? Um, and that's different. I mean, it's, it's different. People say, Oh, this has been going on in college football for years. Kids always have their hands out. Nah, it, it's different. Now you can actually talk about it. You can have a meeting, you know, over, uh, you know, a, a boardroom table with coaches and, and ask that question and have a plan, you know, put out for you in PowerPoint. Um, but it, it, it to me, NIL devalues the work that coaches do to recruit these kids. You know, everything with Nico is, you know, the $8 million or whatever made up number is out there because I don't believe these numbers at all, um, you know, and it devalues the job that the staff did and Hypel did in recruiting this kid from California to choose Tennessee. Now it's all about, well, Tennessee gave him the most money. Uh, and then you see Jaden Rashada, you know, choosing Miami over Florida and his, um, his agent or whatever you want to call him, you know, goes on record and, and says that he turned down more money from Florida and that's all garbage. And you just don't know what lies are out there because now you've got agents in the world of, of college football recruiting and agents job is to lie. Um, that's, we've seen that, you know, in coaching searches and it, it's just, that's how it is. That's part of the negotiation. So to me, NIL is a big part of it, but at the core, a kid's not going to choose a school he doesn't like just for promised money, you know? So uh, getting a Nico from long beach and you notice I avoid his last name as much as possible. It's, <laughs> huge same it's huge you know it's it's really a great job by the staff and the the endless hours they put in to work on this is just devalued immediately because of one number that's thrown out there and now you see all these you know videos oh this is you know nico's out there throwing passes and seven on seven in pajama pants and a, and a winter hat or so he's a very quirky kid this is the $8 million quarterback. And then everybody turns it into a joke because he's six foot five. He's about a hundred pounds soaking wet. And they're like, this kid's making 8 million. It turns it all into just more ridiculousness than it should be. I think. Do you think that coaches feel, so I've heard that there are some coaches out there that hate the NIL, even though they come out and say like, Oh yeah, we support this, blah, blah, blah. But they hate it. What have you heard about that? Every coach hates it. Everyone. There's not one coach who likes it, period. They they can't say that publicly. You know, Dabo gets so much fire at Clemson because he he, he disagrees with it, you know, and it's hurt his recruiting because he's been honest. Every coach hates it. Um, And it's not because they don't want the kids to make money. It's what the circus is surrounding it now. You know, before it used to be you had to recruit the, the mom, the dad, the crazy uncle, the brother, and the seven-on-seven coach and the high school coach. And now you got to recruit the agent, you know, or the business manager or, you know, the brand manager or whatever. And it just, it's making, honestly, I've talked to coaches that say, you know, the first opportunity they get to go to the NFL, they're they're going because this has become, with that in the portal, it's become unmanageable. Um, and, And there's, you know, there's discussions of having portal windows. That doesn't matter. Um, you could have recruiting windows. Right now is the dead period in high school football recruiting. Everybody's recruiting. I mean, you can't have them on campus because that picture will get out and it's a violation, all that stuff. You're not allowed to, you know, phone and text 2024 
whatever. It's all happening and it's happening constantly. And if you do follow the rules, then the kids don't think you like them and then you lose them. So, you know, you're, you're on vacation perhaps in July as a coach, you know, with your family and you get a text message on the beach at 11 a.m. from a kid. If you don't respond to that within five minutes, you drop spots. And so it's becoming unmanageable now with NIL and the portal. And it was hard to manage before that. My great stuff. Tell us more about the site and uh, the staff and what you've got uh, up and running right now and what's to come. Yeah, it's kind of simplistic college football coverage, I like to call it. It's like, you know, if you want discussion points, if you want sort of lists, stuff that's just catches your eye and, and brings discussion. You know, I, I did the, uh, the top 50 quarterbacks in college football next year, which is a deep, deep dive, right? <clears throat> you got a group of five in there and, you know, you got Will Levis versus Anthony Richardson, you know, versus Hendon Hooker versus everybody. And it's fun. It's fun for discussion. Uh, everybody sort of can chime in. We're bringing message boards soon, which will be interesting because those are always a cesspool, but, but fun as well. Um, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to dumb down college football, but I'm trying to make it easily consumable because the attention span of today's reader is about I don't know, 10 seconds. So you better hit them with something that they're going to be either intrigued about or angry about or agree about and then pretend to be angry about. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Well put. Uh, we look forward to it. And uh, best of luck to you. Don't need it. You're going to do great. And uh, we'll, I hope to visit with you down the line and talk some more recruiting. All right. Thanks very much. Uh, appreciate it, Mike. Mike Farrell. Again, check out his uh, MikeFarrellSports.com. That is Talk and Cruton. That's brought to you by our friends at Fassi Lawn Garden. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Talking Cruden. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You gotta get up to Vassy Lawn and Garden where they can take care of you open six days a week, year-round commercial and residential zero-turn mowers. They have it all. That is Vassy Lawn and Garden. So as guys, we talk some uh Cruton, not a big newsy day yesterday in terms of recruiting, which I kind of expected. You know, we had a flurry of social media uh, narrowing down some things. But um, that happened a couple of days after the big visit weekend for Tennessee and a bunch of schools. One note I want to throw out there, uh, I had an opportunity to speak with uh, Chris Landry at LandryFootball.com about uh, Jakeem Jackson. Uh, he has uh, narrowed down his list, four-star cornerback from Osceola High School in Kissimmee, Florida. Said he's down to Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, Penn State, and Tennessee. And it's a big narrow. Yeah, it's a monster narrow. Chris uh, really does uh, like him, and the more you look at him, I can see why he's long. He's, you know, we got that thin, wiry frame, and really, that the ceiling is incredibly high because he played receiver, but he's projected as a defensive back. So he played receiver about half the year last year. So, I mean, Ethan, this could be a this this is the type of guy that Tennessee has to identify, target and land because um, they're not going to get every five-star cornerback away from Alabama and Georgia. It's just not going to happen at this point in the program. This is the type of guy that has a backstory that could have a high ceiling. This is the type of guy they've got to go after. 
Yeah, it's easily, I think, the most interesting thing that happened the other day, him announcing his top six. And, and Tennessee not just being in it, but really being right in the thick of things. So he just came off an official visit to Tennessee on June 24th, obviously went to Florida uh, June 20th, just before that. Both those teams are on his top six, and he's from Florida, so Florida's probably going to have a little bit of sway in that. But like you said, four-star guy, number 28 corner in the country. He's a top 300 guy as well. So this would be a huge get for a Tennessee secondary that has struggled recently and and one that's not going to get better unless you add guys like this. And uh, Tennessee this season, I, I know in the 2023 cycle, they've got two guys as of right now, I believe Jack Luttrell and Sylvester Smith that could legitimately do something in this class. Adding a guy like this, like Jackson, to have on the opposite corner would be huge. Amanda, Alabama landed a four-star wide receiver. Uh, he shared his verbal pledge to the Crimson Tide on social media via Twitter. And it just really it, it seems like that uh, Alabama just keeps rolling, despite the fact we have this conversation this time of year that Nick Saban could retire. But I did find this pretty funny. This is his statement. Okay, so um, this is Cole Adams, who, again, is a very highly rated uh, commitment for Alabama. First, I want to give thanks to God. Without him, this would not be possible. I'm on board there. That's great. Second, I want to thank my family, friends, coaches, mentors, and teammates for all of your support throughout my life and through the recruiting process. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Great stuff. Good stuff. And finally... In the words of Leonard Skinner, sweet home Alabama. I love so you, it. It's awful. You go from God I to Leonard it. Skinner. I lo- he didn't thank Leonard Skinner. He just said, <laughs> in the words of Leonard Skinner, sweet home Alabama. That's just like any any other kid that pledges to, you know, commits to UT or whoever going, you know, coming home to Rocky Top or whatever. He just called out Leonard Skinner. Good for him. Give credit where credit's due, and I know that they're all you know passed away in the plane. Not crash, all of them, but I thought just, all of them. No, they they lost a couple, but they kept rocking on. Okay, I thought it was all of. Them. I've seen Leonard Skinner in concert like four times, and actually, so why are you my, hating? I just went to go have a good time, but my uh-huh. wife and I's my wife and I's song is actually a Leonard Skinner song. You know, you See, have a song. so you are hating on this kid. Well, but there's a, there's a, is your entire life. No, there's a reason. So I um, drove back from Florida when my wife was to have uh, some sort of surgery the next day. We'd only been dating for like three or four months, but I drove back from Florida on spring break and uh, she was at a Leonard Skinner. It's four cell phones, Ethan. This is crazy. I know, but so there's no cell phones. I snuck into the concert went up and down the aisles looking for her so I could see her before surgery the next day. And um, I was about to bail and I was about to leave and I looked over and there she was getting the Diet Coke and what was playing. Give me Sweet three. Home Alabama. No, give me three steps. So every that's our song. Give me three steps. Oh, it's, it's uh... The worst romantic song of all time, even. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about up right. There. <laughs> up there for sure. <laughs> uh, I saw a man who had a gun in his hand. <laughs> and, I was, great, yeah. and I was headed down 44. No, that's so. The, uh, do you do you and the fiance have a song yet, Ethan? Not as of right now. We have a whole bunch. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't say any that, that stick out. Not really. What about you, Amanda? Do you have a, a song with the hubby? Do you guys? Um, yeah, we actually we got married in January. It's baby got back, isn't it? No, it's not baby got back. No, <laughs> that's appropriate. No, but I did sing that to my nephew to calm him down, and it worked. Anyway, um, he's two months old. No, we have this song, and I can't remember what it's called at the moment, but it talks about like how they first hung out and he held her hair back as she was throwing off. Oh, I've heard that song. <laughs> it was very, it was very fitting. Oh, it's 
more of his. Something yeah, by Taylor be. Swift would probably be ours. Just anything in the entire discography. Oh Man, people that Wait, like the Taylor world Swift. is that face. I people love that Taylor like Swift. Taylor oh, I was about really to say, how do you not like Taylor Swift? <laughs> I, uh, I don't believe you if you say you don't like Taylor Swift, by the way. I don't care what you look like, uh, who you are. If you don't like Taylor Swift, there's something wrong with you in my opinion. I'm not saying I don't like her, but somehow I've avoided her just purely out of being different. Like everyone you don't, you don't even have to like. I guess I, I had a weird parameter that you don't even have to like. You just have to like at least semi respect. You have to like oh, be indifferent. Yeah. If you do not like Taylor Swift, I think there's something wrong with you. Truly, the fact that I know her name and I couldn't name one song it means I respect her because yeah, <laughs> she's, she's gotten her. I mean, I really you could play a song and I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, coverage. I like her music. Yes. I like that, but. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of like her. I don't know politics, but stances on things. I guess. But I like her music. I don't like most athletes or celebrities in general stance on politics. <laughs> but um, Taylor Swift coverage brought to you by the Mattress Place, 22 years on Chapman Highway, Marine Corps veteran owned. They are A plus accredited members of the Better Business Bureau. Uh, how about 225 star reviews on Google? So just simply awesome. No gimmicks, no gimmicks, 30 to 70% off the top mattresses each and every day. So Ethan, where are we with our poll question? Cause I saw it post, but I don't like looking at it during the show. Cause I like to see how it molds and transforms through your eyes. So what do we have? Yeah. So we've gotten a couple votes already. Um, as of right now, people say Georgia, uh, they would take over Tennessee this past season. Okay. National titles mean a lot. That's really surprising. I get the national title, but I, I would think people would have a different definition of the entire athletic department. But I'll it, give it to them. Well, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. I see where you're yeah, coming from. Yeah. I mean, I th- but I also see where I'm coming from and where Amanda's coming from. That yeah. the bottom line is a lot of money. Yeah, so, it is. I, mean, a lot I see what's up. Uh, back in two minutes with this day in sports history, a presentation of Off the Sports. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli-style subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. How's this barbecue supply? So come on in, see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help, so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. So this day in sports history is brought to you by our friends at Biles Automotive right there on Callahan. Biles Automotive is your home for fair prices, great service, and integrity. They have a great selection. They have a service department. They have financing. What more do you need? Biles Automotive on Callahan. So today's um, day in sports history, this day in sports history, what what do we got there, Uh, Ethan? who, Who are we rocking? 
We got a couple, actually. Both on the same day in 1994. Uh, You can probably already guess what that has to do with. Uh, Pre-trial hearings open in L.A. against O.J. Simpson. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big thing. That was the I, end I, of Larry. That was the end of Larry King living in New York. He moved out there. Yeah, <laughs> for a couple of months for the trial. Two years later, he just stayed. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would argue the next one might be even a little bigger for for those who know. Uh, also on this day in sports history, in 1994, same day, the U.S. Skating Federation barred Tanya Harding for life. Awesome. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. People don't remember. What a big story that was. I think because yeah. OJ covered it up. That's but... probably, yeah, I would, I mean, when, <laughs> that, that is unprecedented. I've, I've never heard of anyone attacking a fellow competitor. I, <laughs> that, that's insanity to me. The whole story, Amanda, of having some goon buddy. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of hangers on, okay? I've seen them. They're really creepy. You know, Tyler Bray lived with a guy who was like 28. That's weird. Um, so I've seen the hangers on, but to be a hanger on for honestly kind of a sketchy character in women's figure skating is about the lowest rung of the hanger on ladder that you can be on. She wasn't at the time a sketchy individual. She, I mean, she was brought up in a back home and all that stuff, but at that moment, he was hanging on to what he thought was going to be a legend in sports and, and just had enough of that, you know, brown, brown head bombshell. Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan, yes. Had enough, um, just took a knee out, right? You right. know, for the record, her, I, I've watched a lot of documentaries on this, but for the record, she was actually the one that was the... Um, Rhymes, yeah, the B word. Rhymes with which yeah. she she was there celebrating her silver medal, I believe, is what she ended up with. And she was at Disney, and <laughs> she leaned over to one of the PR people and said, "I wish everybody would just stop smiling. It's Disney. It's Disney. If you're not smiling at Disney, what are you paying one hundred and fifty dollars a day for?" I'll tell you, I was at Disney and I did a Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh um, gosh! Was, okay, awful. calm down, calm so down. Awful. I was, I was a like really good cheerleading. Um, I was doing a Thanksgiving Day parade because I was like a UCA All Star, whatever the crap it is. And you go in the back at Disney and you see all of the costumes. Like they prepare you for this. They have like a group meeting before you go back there to do this parade. And they, they tell you, okay, this is going to be traumatic. We're going to let you know. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. Who cares? I was in eighth grade. I was like, it's fine. You go back there and you see all of the lifeless, like, Eeyore and, you know, Mickey Mouse and Donald. And they're just, like, hanging there. And there's just tons of them. And you're, it's like a shock. You're like, oh, crap. Like, this is actually traumatic. I didn't realize it was going to be that way. So you're just kind of standing there like, uh, this is very odd and awkward. It gives you a sinking feeling. But anyway, some people don't smile at Disney is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's because they're probably mistreated. Um, Not that big companies tend to do that, but uh, never Amazon. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, the the series that the countdown continues (laughs) as I believe it was White Snake. Was it White Snake? That sang the final countdown. It's the final countdown. Remember that? I, I can't I, remember. I know what you mean. But... In Europe, G- Google Amanda. So where are <laughs> we in the countdown? Google. Where are we? Go- where are we? The most important balls for the 2022 season. Yeah, we're going into number eight. Uh, I guess you could say we're getting close to the end here, but uh, I, I'd say this is about when we're getting into the really, really, really important names. Uh, number eight. You'll see what we mean when when we post it today. Oh, so is that a tease? Yeah, I can't say who it is. That would that would ruin the point. I'd say who was uh, go through number nine if you can. Number nine was Jalen McCullough, which I do think uh, was a very important piece of last season that kind of withered out as the season went along. 
um, led the team interceptions. Uh, he was a big playmaker, and, and he even said during spring practice that he wanted the rest of the team to really focus on on playmaking and, and you know taking getting takeaways, interceptions, fumbles, forced fumbles, anything you want, because Tennessee really did not have that on defense last season. And so McCall, I feel like, is trying to lead the way uh, in, in that respect this season. Steve Ray's uh, Midnight Oil is a great place to get your car service if you're in the Chattanooga area, especially Ottawa. And then right next door, we've got Alice Ness Barbecue. And Alice Ness Barbecue is phenomenal when it comes to any sort of barbecue supplies, whether you need one of the fantastic grills they carry or whether you need wood chips, pellets, sauce, rubs. It's all right there at Alice Ness Barbecue. And right next door, Steve Ray's Midnight Oil will take care of your car. Proud Michelin distributor so uh guys we we head in europe europe was the group was the the group white snake was the one with the cherry pie with the girl on the car so they could have gone to the the car place to get oh i'm well aware i'm well that was a jaguar uh yeah i'm well aware of okay calm down calm down all right. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. I mean, there was, Let's move on. It was a different world when the Faith video by George Michael came on and the White Snake video, things stopped because you couldn't pause them. Ethan doesn't even get this. You couldn't pause them and replay them. You did so there was no on demand or right. YouTube. Or Googling. Well, I don't uh, know. I wasn't I know there wasn't. I was not back there watching that video because I am not of age. But I'm not 49. I'm not 49. I had, you, I had you pegged at 49. You're not 49. I, that's awful. Why would you? I'm not even. Oh Check out our friends at City Heat and Air Integrity. They help bring you this and make it all possible. Uh, they have integrity at City Heat and Air. You're going to hear about other places that might just up and say, hey, I've got uh, this, that, whatever, but uh, I can do it for $29. But when it comes to integrity and somebody you can trust, that's City heating and air conditioning go to cityheatandair.com we'll talk to you on friday have a fantastic day again remember like and subscribe if you haven't seen the youtube page i just want to encourage you to check it out like and subscribe there all kinds of content that drops that you see for a little bit on the site and then it's gone well we can get it on the site but you can also get on youtube so if you like and subscribe there you'll get notifications for amanda ethan i'm dave a production of off the hook sports hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.